Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome back to Racing HQ. Yes, it is now time for On The Pace. All things happening in the world of harness racing. And it's a very good morning to guide us through the next half an hour. Mick Geary. G'day, Mick. Morning, Hainsy. Hope you're well, mate. Hope you enjoyed the big day on Saturday. And as we say, a very good morning and happy holiday to everybody in New South Wales. A very special hello to our friends who are Panthers fans. Great to see the championship heading back to P-Town and good on you all. I hope you get a chance to enjoy it at some stage while getting down to the Leeds Club or the pub or God knows wherever you enjoy these things one day soon. On the harness racing front, we're going to head to Parks today. Well, we're not going to go to Parks, but you can watch it on Sky Sport 1 because they have the afternoon meeting today, which was actually going to be the Agara Cup meeting. So usually it would be the Agara Cup meeting, but of course, um, we haven't been able to, to, to stitch that together today. It's a, it's a special day. A special day for those involved in the Agara harness racing because recently John Greenhold, who was a, a huge part of the club there, uh, he passed away, so there'll be a race named in his honour today and we'll be hoping to back a winner or two for the meeting that starts at 18 minutes past one. A guy who may be able to help us with that is our first guest today. It's Matt Rue, former Miracle Mile winning driver. Good morning to you, Matt. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. Good morning, Mick. How are you going? Mate, I'm well, thank you, mate. I enjoyed the 40 last night. I'm, I'm not anti-South in any way, but I'm a Penrith fan, so I was thrilled to see the result, but now we're looking for another winner, a winner of a different type, a horse racing winner today. You are driving Rock Hammer and the first on the card for the two-year-olds. you got a tricky draw, Matt, but the horse seems to have some ability. He's got his share of ability, Mick. He probably hasn't been doing things um, as genuinely in his races as, as I'd like. Uh, he was beaten well down the track the other night at Bass, but he was well outclassed there. There's some quite handy horses who didn't finish too far in front of him so I wasn't too disheartened by his run it was probably about what I expected um the only downside of it is he's only had one run around the park track and he made a break I think I'll be able to uh, handle him a little bit better today small field and I'll be able to give him plenty of room um so this is more his class I'm expecting him to to run a, a decent race uh though he, he's Biggest danger, Africana, is going to lob in front of him in the run. So whether he can quite run her down, we're yet to find out, but he'll definitely run the race. Matt, you mentioned the fact that Rock Hammer made a break last time we went to Parks. It is a bit smaller than some of the New South Wales tracks. So is it a case that with these fields and a bit of bumping and shoving going into the first bend, it can be tricky for some horses? Yeah, mainly just inexperienced ones and pretty much all that happened that uh, evening that he did make the break, he just got a little bit too keen going into the first turn, and I didn't have a whole lot of room to sort of to give him a bit of space and to get him round the bend. He just got a bit keen and fired up, and he just sort of jumped it off through excitement, really. So if I can just give him a bit more space today, and once he gets around that first turn, it, he won't won't be any chance of making a break after that. I don't think it's just as long as I get around that first turn, we should be right. Made in the second on the card, you drive reason to be for Jason Gaffney. No recent form, but Jason's been driving himself, so you jump on. Any reason for punters to expect something better today? Um, like you said, it is an awkward draw. Um, I know Jason does talk uh, about this horse with a fair bit of respect, so it's not the strongest race I've seen on paper, so 
I've seen him do work in his runs before. If he can get up there and, and hold a forward position, uh, I do think he's a decent chance. I've been up on the pace around this tight turn and track's a big help. So if he can get up there and sort of control the race from outside the leader, I think he's a definite chance. Mate, you drive Miss Nia Star in the third on the card. Gets barrier one. Form line doesn't look great, but did win here six or seven starts ago. So I would suggest not hopeless. No, not hopeless. They've only had the one drive on it, which is last start. It was well beaten, but it, it ran third. But it, it did get held up at a vital stage, and it sort of kept working hard nice. So I reckon it, it's, a, it's, again, good each way chance. Um, our uncle Les will probably work forward and be a tough one to beat there. But, yeah, I do think it's a definite chance of earning the money. Matt, you have got your work cut out in the fourth on the card, a tricky draw with Kingston Shannon. Yeah, tough draw over the short course. Oh, no, it's actually 2,000, that one, so that will suit you a bit. Um, it was a, an eye-catching run there last night. Um, the, the trainer actually drove it itself out night and drove it really well. Um, worked home good as well. So if we can get a get onto a, a horse, you know, tracking forward in the last half of that race and get a good run into it, it's <coughs> certainly a horse that can really close off late. So looks like there might be a bit of speed on there early, which we'll need. Mate, one of the feature races of the day, dear Matt, is the, uh, the valet John Greenhold pace. Of course, it's mentioning the fact that John just passed away just five weeks ago now, I think it was. And great to see a race named in his honour. It'll be a hotly contested race today, but I think you're on the right horse in Terror to Rock. Can you use gate speed to overcome barrier five? I'm not too sure if that is the best way to drive him. I'll have a talk to the trainer, Mick, when I get there. Um, I do sort of believe he is better off driven with the one run, and that probably hasn't suited him in his last two runs back from a spell, but they've been big fields, and he's been... He just really had no luck, so I will talk to Mick and see what he thinks is best, but looking at it on paper, I still think he might be better off just driven with one run, because we're not going to be too far from him with the small field, and his best attribute is his speed, uh, but we'll work something out between me and Mick and see what he thinks best, but Either way, I think he's a good chance of winning, but I guess at the end of the day, he has had 10 runs now for, for no win, so you can't go in too confident, but I do think this looks his race, so. Matt, you uh, don't drive in race six, but you train on a shy guy. Tom Pay is on this one for you. What, why would Tom be driving the horse and not yourself? Um, yeah, so Tom's family are the owners of I'm a shy guy. Um, so, yeah, I rarely drive him. Um, obviously, Tom works for me and um, does a lot with his horse. So, yeah, it's a family connection there. So he or his brother always drive his horse and yeah, they have a lot of fun with him. He's probably been a little bit out of shape lately with his form. But, again, when he gets the right run, he's never far away from the money. They've had a lot of fun with him. They've had a win and a, quite a few places there. So, Again, be a similar scenario there today. I need things to go his way, but when he does get the right run in transit, he's never far away from him. Mate, the seventh on the card goes at 4.48 today, and you partner, she's a rock star. I don't know what you've done to upset people, Matt, but you seem to have got bad draws for most of the day. Yeah, bit of a theme for the day, isn't it? But anyway, I guess that's what I get paid to do, to try and overcome that. Um, but yeah, it is an awkward draw for a horse that's doesn't look to have a lot of recent form on paper. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see if we can give her a good trip. And um, there is a few horses dropped back in class in this that look well suited too. And, obviously, 
the tan Western Bill is going to be tough to beat, but, you know, maybe we can get on to his back at some stage and follow an indoor. And the last on the card, mate, you have O one one job from your own stable. Form doesn't look stellar until you realise two starts ago was in a very good Phillies race. Went into a good field last time at Bathurst. I thought, well, this wasn't the easiest race in the world and best bow had to be hard to beat. Maybe a better chance than her form line suggests. Yeah, she probably is, Mick. She's been a bit of a victim of the handicap system with Phillies. She come out and won three out of the first four starts and it's really put away up the rating system and being a three-year-old filly she sort of is struggling to handle that transition a bit she got up there too quickly um she does like these smaller tracks much more than the thousand meter circuit there at Bathurst. so i am expecting a much better performance today like something similar to like you said she was fourth there two runs back but that was a really hot field as well um all the dangers here are sort of off the back row Joe's Redemption, Vigoroso and Best Bowel. He's looking for eight straight. But, you know, the, the short course around Parks back row can be difficult. But they probably do have a bit of a class edge on me. But if she can be in front or behind the ladder, she'll definitely be a, a good chance, I still think, yeah. Matt, what's the story with your stable star, 408? Is it a horse we could potentially see lining up in the Inter-Dominions, which we hope kicks off in about a month and a half? Yeah, look, obviously that was the plan, Mick. I've said to you before, we, we didn't have our hopes super high on him actually making the final cut. But uh, when the first round of rankings came out, he was ranked at 49. So, you know, he's not too far off the pace there. He had his first trial back from a short let up there last Sunday and it was a perfect trial for him. He sat back in the field and they ran along and he made up a tonne of ground and, and just got over the top of him late in 154.4. So it was an ideal trial. Um, race didn't really suit him next Saturday, so he'll have another a trial on Tuesday at Bathurst, and we'll look to take him down the following Saturday to Menangle, back to the mile first up, which would be good. Uh, but it is going to be hard to try and improve his rankings because of the obviously any race he races in from here going forward is going to be super tough company there at, at Menangle. So I think the only way he could sort of find his way into the final sort of uh, number of horses that make the heats there is if some go by the wayside and, you know, that's sort of something that I don't really want anyway for anyone else's horses to be going to miss. So um, you never know what happens to train now and then, but um, we, all we can do is try and get him right and at his best and see what happens. Mate, um, out at Bathurst Way on Wednesday night, we see four Breeders Challenge heats. It's going to be a super nice racing there. Just jumping forward a couple of days if you've had the chance to do the form. Do you like any of your drives on Wednesday night for the Sky Sport Radio listeners who like a punt? Oh, I think bling it up. Um, he might have, the last two runs, he probably hasn't looked as good as he had been the two wins before that. But if he can put a run together like he did when we come from last to first there about six weeks ago, back to a small field, um, I really do think that he'd be a good chance on Wednesday, bling it up. So, um, yeah, but you never know. Them races, is usually they're pretty even fields and it ends up whoever gets the best run can win them. But uh, it's a great series. Love being a part of it and looking forward to it. Matt, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today, mate. I know it's a holiday. It's not for you. You're heading off to parks. So travel safe and we hope you get a winner or two for yourself and the Sky Sport Radio listeners, mate. Good on you, Mick. Thank you. That's Matt Rue, former Miracle Mile winning driver, and he heads to Parks today. Also Bathurst on Wednesday where they have 
four Breeders' Challenge heats as the series starts to get awfully serious because we have four tomorrow at Menangle. So the day meeting there kicks off just after 12 o'clock, so an earlier start tomorrow with the 10 races. Luke McCarthy has been back at work at Menangle for the last couple of weeks, joining us now. Uh, Luke, before we talk about tomorrow's Breeders' Challenge heats, what did you make of the King when he returned on Saturday night? King of Swing back winning at Menangle. Yeah, g'day, Mick. Um, no, really happy with him. He, he felt sharp and the track was, you know, had a little, little bit of rain affected. So I thought the time was pretty good and, you know, just a perfect sort of hit out for him going forward to the Victorian Cup this weekend. OK, the Victoria Cup's at Bendigo on Saturday night, the barrier draw at 7 o'clock tonight. Luke, I presume you're hoping for a sort of one-to-four scenario, so you can put him on the top end. Not, of course, that you'll be there, but um, his driver can put him on the top end. Yeah, I, look, I, hopefully we could get a front-row draw and, you know, um, amazing dream. You know, she's flying and she looks the one to beat, so, you know, it'd be... It'll, yeah, the draw definitely a front row draw. It'll definitely help us. Just to confirm, Luke, who does drive King of Swing this week? Um, Dave Moran's going to drive him. Mick, he, um, <coughs> you know, he's driving in great form. Sal, and you know, he knows he knows King a lot. Obviously, raced against him with Hardy. So yeah, Dave Moran's going to drive him. How is he, Luke? Because obviously he's now resuming after a Brisbane campaign, and there's an Inter Dominions around the corner. So the Victoria Cup's a big deal. But is he one hundred percent for this week? I, you know, like he he had a good strong trial, Mick, and uh, yeah, run around on the weekend. He he sort of yeah, he, he's he's where he needs to be, and um, we we think he can go really well. Breeders Challenge Heat return to Menangle tomorrow, Luke, and the third on the card. You drive come say hi. Uh, good last up one. Yeah, we really like this filly, Nick. She's a well-bred filly, but it's light. Sister to McDoro, fly like an eagle. And um, she was really good first up for a break this time. She was fourth behind um, Madrid. And then she came out last week and beat some handy colts. Run good time. So, you know, she looks very hard to beat again tomorrow. In the fifth on the card, mate, you drive Let's Party Baby for Michael Doltoff against... A, a decent field, but when only the scary field of fillies, what sort of chance would Let's Party Baby be? Yeah, she's definitely a chance. She um, She's an improving filly. She's very big and rangy sort of filly, so Mick's just taking his time with her, and you know she just looks to be sort of improving with each run, and I think she'll go well again tomorrow. But interesting horse racing tomorrow could be the best two-year-old in New South Wales, what's called small tees for Brian Portelli. I know you're not driving the horse and you actually don't have a drive in the race, but did you happen to catch its trial the other night at Menangle? Because it needed to re-qualify after a couple of recent gallops and it came out and trialled in 150, Luke. It's pretty real stuff for two-year-olds. Yeah, I, I didn't actually see it, Nick, but I, I watched the replay and, you know, he, he run the time, but he, he looked to be jogging doing it. So, you know, Brian didn't even ask him. He just... You know, he just sort of bowled along run the infection. So, look, he's a very talented horse. I know he didn't obviously suit Penrith, but, you know, he's probably going to be one of the one of the horses to beat for the Breeders' Challenge. I think Grant Dixon's colt's probably the best colt I've seen this year, leap to fame, but, um, you know, it'll be a great, great race again. 
Where has Elderbar and Ravani got to? Luke, and are you any chance of getting in the sulky here? Because at the moment, the best trotter on the stable has a different driver. <laughs> I, I can't get the driver. No, Jack's done such a good job with her, and he'll, he'll stay on her. He's, he, he knows her well. He's getting on good with her. He's getting results. So she'll, she'll race Saturday night. Um, she sort of will just space her runs every two to three weeks and just keep her to the miles at Menangle. Okay, Lucas, the King is heading to Bendigo this week. What do you have for the free-for-all at Menangle this Saturday night? Um, just your sort of standard ones that are there most weeks. Mick Alter, Orlando, Star Galleria, God Energy. Um, there's three for this week. Mate, we always appreciate your time. Um, good luck to you and Belinda and the connections of King of Swing and flying the New South Wales flag when you head south of the border this week. Just to talk us through that, Luke, when you send the horse down, I presume you pack up the gear and all the hopples and everything and, and label them King of Swing, they head down. How does the horse get from your place to where it's going to in Victoria? And do you have to send it, I presume, with a, a registered transporter? You can't obviously go yourself. So how does the process work with a horse this good going to a carnival without you? Um, the, the, you know, the logistics are pretty easy, Nick. Um, as you mentioned, it has to be a registered transport company. So David Wilkins, Lisa Turner, will ship him down on Friday. Um, you know, he travels on his own float. He's big stallion. He doesn't go with other horses. So they'll just take him on his own Friday. He'll go to Shepparton where we've got a base there with Peter Walsh. Um, he's been there a few times before, obviously. So he'll, Walsh knows how to look after him. So he'll take care of him, he'll race Saturday and then he'll be on the float straight back here Sunday I'm sure you don't know this yet Luke because the fields aren't out but there's every chance you might be on the track at Menangle warming a horse up when your favourite goes round the Victoria Cup that'll be a strange experience Yeah, well, I think it happened last time Nick to be honest when we couldn't go but um, anyway, it is what it is so look, we're just happy the horse is going well and he's in good form and hope he runs well on the weekend Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time. Um, good luck to you and Belinda tomorrow and, of course, uh, for this weekend coming up with the King. No worries. Thanks, Nick. That's Luke McCarthy. Always great to get his opinions on all of the top horses in the stable. Breeders' Challenge heats tomorrow at Menangle, Bathurst on Wednesday. So we're getting awfully serious with the, the BC in New South Wales, but the King heads to Bendigo this week for the Victoria Cup. He's the favourite pre-draw, that draw tonight at 7 o'clock. So on Trot's Vision, at 7 o'clock, you can log on to harness.org.au, circulate the way through the system there and find that barrier draw. Also the draws for the Victoria Derby and the Victoria Oaks. A couple of great races coming out of Bendigo this weekend. Let's now grab the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales because at the moment everything seems to change every week. The good news is the racing doesn't. We have plenty of racing. John Dummersy joins us. Good morning, John. I believe being a Monday morning, did you have your regular COVID update meeting this week or did you give the boys a day off since it's a, since it's a holiday? No, uh, we're actually working through finalising what we call our pathway um, through the next uh, couple of months, right through to the end of the year. So we lead into the Breeders' Challenge. We'll we'll fall out of regional racing. We'll complete the Inter-Dominion, and, um, and then we're looking for a nice, new, fresh 2022. Okay, John, that sounds good, but before we get there, we need to get through this pathway. What are the key factors for the pathway? Because, as you mentioned, one of them is 
we have to bring the horses together, not only from across the state for the Breeders' Challenge finals eventually, but of course for the Inter-Dominion. So how does that pathway begin and um, how does it all work? Well, I'm, I'm sure everyone has been listening and, and all our records show that uh, we're almost at 100%, but uh, vaccination is the key. Um, government say vaccination is the key. We certainly support that position and will even probably go um, in line with what they're doing, but probably go that uh, extra step to protect our industry to race on. But at the same time, we'll introduce people back onto uh, the race courses. So vaccination, uh, 70% um, at October 11, 80% at the end of the month. Um, we just keep moving forward. So um, all the research we've done uh, in, in consultation with, with health is that um, the opportunity to be vaccinated has been there and people should have taken those, uh, those opportunities. So anyone that hasn't, I uh, strongly suggest um, that uh, if they want to play the game, they need to be vaccinated. Of course, we are not mandating vaccination. So that is a choice. But um, with those choices come other choices. So uh, that's certainly the, the pathway uh, forward uh, is vaccinations. John, people want to go to the Breeders' Challenge and they really, really want to go to the Inter-Dominions after it was, was postponed last year. Uh, I'm not sure whether you want to talk about this, but we're going to ask just in case you do. Is there no. any chance that, that, that Menangle becomes a place where we say, yes, you can come to the Inter-Dominions, but you can only come to the Inter-Dominions if you're vaccinated. Is that even something that's been discussed? Uh, that's an absolute certainty. Um, uh, that is a certainty. Um, and we're, we're going... Um, so th that's where the government's heading anyway in anything we do here in, in New South Wales. But uh, our, our main, ta main target now is to open the borders um, so that we have uh, participants uh, with horses, certainly in the Inter-Dominion, able to cross those borders. Um, it, it's a day-by-day -day case with uh, what happens interstate. And when we say interstate, we, we will consider all borders as the same. So if there are difficulties in Victoria, um, that won't make it um, any easier for Queensland. So it, it'll be um, all our borders are the same because it's only fair that um, the people that come across the borders um, have an equal opportunity, whether from Victoria, South Australia, um, uh, Queensland, the ACT, and, and of course, um, internationally from New Zealand. John, we had the entries last week confirmed for both the trotters and the pacers, and they were outstanding considering the incredibly difficult times we're going through. Uh, as much as you can tell, how confident are you that Harness Racing New South Wales is going to be able to welcome the trainers and drivers of these interstate horses along with the horses? We know the horses are coming. How certain are you that the people can accompany them? Well, uh, put it this way: it won't from uh, won't suffer from a lack of uh, trying to uh, get them here, and that's trying from harness racing New South Wales um, with working with New South Wales Health. We're we're already on on that task. Once those nominations closed, and we were able to see the number of, and the very good numbers of representation, in particular, I must say, in in the trotters into Dominion. Um, to the point where um, Bruce, Bruce and David uh, at Club Menangle are eyeing off uh, three heats. Uh, there's scheduled to be two heats of the, um, of the Trotters in Dominion. They're eyeing off three heats if the numbers remain. But 
the numbers uh, really need to have interstate representation there in the trotters. So, no, uh, we're making uh, we're, we're making every, every effort to get the participants here of those inter-dominion horses. Maybe our friends in the Hunter and our friends from Bathurst are really keen to see these horses in the flesh. We're talking about going to Bathurst on a Wednesday, Newcastle on a Sunday. You told me you thought that decision may well be mid-October. What's the latest that deadline can be for whether we will actually be taking the best horses to the regions? And uh, that, that decision has now been made. Uh, it, it was made as soon as the government um, released their roadmap and also as soon as we, we had the nominations in. So that, that, that decision's already made. Uh, there will be heats in, at Bathurst, and it, it, it's going to be uh, interesting at Bathurst because the, the car races that normally in, uh, um, this weekend are now in that same period as Indian Dominion, so we see uh, some great opportunities there um, coexisting with the car racing and, and promoting with the car racing. And, of course, then we'll move on to uh, Newcastle on Sunday, the 5th of December. So, yes, that will absolutely happen. OK, John, so that's, uh, my apologies, I, I hadn't heard that. So we are confirming right now to the Sky Sport Radio listeners, to those listening in Newcastle and to Bathurst, the Inter-Dominions are coming to town and whatever arrangements you can make to get to those, depending on what they are at the time, you start making them now. Uh, absolutely correct, yes. And, and if we need to assist in that place, uh, in that area, we, we, we will be able to. Um, we've got some other plans there on the table. And we'll as we get closer to the Inter-Dominion and we have the... The, the second uh, second rankings, and we may have withdrawals, but I, I you know, if you intend going, I don't withdraw. Um, there's no penalty for being in the race, and um, really, once we get down to the the last bit, and that is the the final field, there'll be no no penalty imposed um, for uh, uh, trainers pulling or owners pulling their horses. But I'd stay in till the last bit and and see how how it all 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 evolves and moves forward. John, one of the problems uh, with any racing series is getting appropriate coverage. We heard last week, obviously, the thoroughbreds have, have signed a deal through to 2027 for, for coverage on seven. Where do things stand with the Inter-Dominions? Because we weren't sure exactly where the, they were going till last week. We've seen dalliances with free-to-air television in recent years for the Inter-Dominions. Are, are you guys now working on a broadcasting plan and, and how that works, John? Because, obviously, the more people who see it, the more people who might enjoy some house racing. Uh, yes, uh, that broadcasting plan was the first plan because of the fact that we were unsure whether uh, people could attend the track. So that broadcasting plan should be finalised in the next week or so. It, everything's in place. It'll, it'll be a better, it, it'll be a wider broadcast, um, in our opinion, and a, and a greater broadcast, in our opinion, that the, uh, the Inter have ever experienced. So we we. Um, we, we're well down that track because of the fact that we weren't sure of uh, attendees on course. Well, John, I can tell you, you made my morning. That's great news to hear that it's heading to Bathurst and to Newcastle. Maybe I should have known that, but I didn't, and I'm sure plenty of our Sky Sport Radio listeners didn't know, John. Uh, anything else you would like our industry participants to know on this Monday holiday before they head off to parks or parks in front of Sky and head a bit? Anything we need to know heading forward about this roadmap? Well, mainly that um, our, our first focus will be the Breeders' Challenge, and we've got, uh, I would suggest, one of the most exciting group of uh, two-year-old colts and geldings um, uh, I've seen in, in quite a while as a group of horses. 
we've got some really exciting horses. So uh, the Breeders' Challenge is our first focus, and uh, that will be run. In, in two weeks, we have the semi-finals of the three-year-olds and then the two-year-olds and then the final at the end of the month. So um, uh, that's our focus, and I think we've got some very exciting racing ahead of us in the month of October. John, it's been a bloody long tunnel, but there's some light at the end of it. We appreciate what you guys are doing at Harness Race in New South Wales, what Bruce and Wano are doing at the club there at Menangle. Um, we look forward to more good news in the weeks ahead. Uh, certainly will be some coming, I, I'm sure of it. Did you enjoy the footy last night, John? Were you yelling for the, the Panthers or were you yelling for the team we lost? Uh, Panthers. Oh, that's good. That's good news, John. Yeah. We're on the same page, for once. I like that. No, we, we certainly are. And for all those South Sydney <laughs> supporters, Danny DeWire, there's always next year. Thanks for your time, Jets. John Dumasy, the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales. That is extremely good news. I don't know why I didn't know that, but I didn't. But now you know. You heard it on Sky Sport Radio. The Inter-Dominions confirmed to be heading to Bathurst and to Newcastle in the first week of December. Great harness racing areas, and they'll be getting potentially three trotting heats as well as three pacing heats with some of the best from around Australasia. Also, our thanks to Luke McCarthy. He and Belinda had King of Swing in the Victoria Cup out of Bendigo this Saturday night. The draw tonight on Trots Vision at 7pm. And Matt Rue heads to Parks today, where he gives himself a couple of decent winning chances. That is on the pace for a Monday morning. Enjoy the rest of your holiday if, in fact, you are having one of those. We appreciate the extended time from Sky today to talk all things harness racing. Tomorrow, in this time slot, it'll be the time for the pups to shine. Then Brittany Graham will be back on Wednesday morning for On The Pace at 10.30.